It's Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here. Patrick Royce with me as well. Probably enough happened in the last three days, Patrick, to uh, fill three, four shows. We're gonna just do. <laughs> we're just gonna do one. Um, but man, um, the collapses of two football teams over the weekend. Uh, feels like the season's over for both, and it's not even October yet. But we can talk about that in a little bit. The Twins. Oh, by the way clinched the AL Central on Friday and they won again yesterday. They are cruising towards the uh, the playoffs now. Looks like they will almost certainly be the uh, the third division winner like we thought all along and they'll play somebody looks more and more like it's going to be either Houston or Seattle cuz Texas now has a two and a half game lead in the uh, in the uh, AL West. But Patrick, we got to start with the football and I even though we're not going to take them in order. We're going to start with the Vikings because that's the freshest. We'll get to the Gophers because that might have been for as bad as the Vikings were yesterday. The Gophers were worse in their collapse on Saturday. But what what do you make of now a team, Patrick, that's 0-3 and seems to be kind of back in this mode of reinventing ways to lose? Well, I think, first of all, we should all line up and give an apology to Ed Donatell for one thing. <laughs> yeah. all, we yeah. couldn't wait to get run Ed out of town. Ed's defense was terrible. I couldn't stand to watch it, but uh, this hadn't been any better. No. Man, alive, this was, uh, you know, this was, this was terrible. Not No pressure on the court. We were going to, we were going to, learn how we're going to show how we can pressure the quarterback and uh, be much more aggressive and all that aggressiveness has done so far is expose some really bad short cornerbacks who can't stop anybody. Uh, My suggestion here was after that, Keenan Allen has had like 12, 13 catches. Maybe you should start paying some, a little extra attention. (laughs) Yeah. Here's what's amazing. He only had 20 targets. He had 18 catches. That's impossible. Seems like a lot. The greatest receivers in history have never gone 18 for 20 catching passes. It's, uh, it was, uh, uh, you know, pathetic defense. And, uh, I went back and looked again at the, uh, chaos at the end of the game. Mm. Uh, you're paying this quarterback. 35 million and everybody's telling you, oh, he's, he's one of the greatest ever. Well, he finally, he, how long does he think a guy should sit around holding his ears saying he doesn't know what the play is right. before he spikes the ball? But how long do, do, should you wait until you go, just go do something? Just go do something. Just go, what a dummy. And uh, also, they're saying that pass was tipped. That was a bad pass that the catcher, the, the receiver couldn't get who ended up tipping it. That's what happened. Yeah, that's my opinion. It was, you know, Cousins is uh, getting a, a free free ride here for uh, the, oh, is a tip pass. Well, uh, you know, it was either that or going to be an incomplete pass. And uh, that was a bad throw by him after a extremely – idiotic period of time when he didn't, uh, you know, he didn't spike the ball. And, uh, and you know, I mean, O'Connell, here's a, 
here's you know this this idea that you don't want them to be able to change their defensive players. It's the difference between running three plays and one. Now, it was it because it was down to twelve <laughs> seconds, wasn't it, when they snapped it? Yes, they had they had plenty of time, and you got a defense out there, and their only thought in their head is. Why did that idiot coach of ours put us on a 24 yeah. yard line? That's yeah. what you've got you a know, there's, Yes. There's, there's, we're, we're a terrible defense, and this dummy put us on the 24 yard line, and he's going to get fired. That's your only thought. And then, <laughs> meanwhile, I mean, and the other thing is they were down there two and a half minutes earlier. And at the one. At the out. one. Yeah. It was second and yeah. goal at the one. Now, the only difference is from the one, Fleck might have punted. So that's the only <laughs> difference. But, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, they were down there twice and got to win, yes. to win the game and got nothing out of it either time. So uh, it was uh, it was brutal. I mean, the numbers are gaudy, to say the least. And Jefferson, you know, just running away from everybody on a little slant, on a deep slant, basically, is incredible. But, uh I don't know. You got you got your superstar wide receiver who you haven't paid yet. Uh, one yard shy of being the first player to ever start the season with three hundred and fifty yard games, and you're own three. How do you do that? I know. That's, I know. Uh, now there are people saying they kicked away three games. They were never going to beat Philadelphia. I don't think right. now when you two hundred fifty yards rushing there from the one guy, but uh, you know they certainly did lose two home games that they. They should not have lost. And uh, now the glorious uh, NFC North, uh, you have two teams with two wins. So, yes. uh, 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 the, and, and, hey, and the, and the Bears, they came back for 10 points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Look out for those Bears. What, how much fun would you have to write about them in Chicago? But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, it was, a uh, it was an awful loss. And, uh, uh, yeah, you know, Connell was, you know, he's got to go in and apologize for some things he did wrong, what, for the third straight time or something. But this was, this, you know, you, they they make a personnel change. They don't have any great personnel to put no. on the field, uh, you know, to yes, stop you. Their defense has been terrible. So what? What, do you, what difference it would it make? Take your time and find out what you want to run and score and win the game. Yeah, that was idiotic. It's uh, it's uh, but then again, who warned the entirety of Minnesota sports fans that the football gods would get their revenge? <laughs> you year? did. Who started saying you that did. in July? At you least, did that they would uh, that they were gonna you win eleven. You win every one of your one-score games, several in miraculous fashion. Yes, that ain't going to work again, and uh, we've proven that already. They've already well, that's four straight losses in one-score yes. games. Going back, back to the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's uh, it's unbelievable. It's, it's uh, yeah, their defense is terrible once again. I don't know what you can what you can do about it. They're secondary. I mean, who are these guys that they're playing? They got, who, who are the, they got who are the, who are these guys anywhere aside from Daniil Hunter and I mean Harrison Smith is still a name brand. Who are the name brands? Marcus Davenport's played like four snaps this year. Yeah, this is like, he have some kind of a monster either. He's you know he's, he had half a sack but, last year. We're gonna miss that. There's no big market for him and. Uh, you know the big loss, really, and that it was at losing that Tomlinson. You know, yes, absolutely. Big old 
fell in the middle of the line so they couldn't just run through you when they wanted to. Although the uh, 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 Herbert's uh, uh, forty completions, the most ever in a regular in a in a regulation game against the Vikings. The only uh, the uh, according to my stat guy who sent that to me, they've never they've never had forty in a regulation. <sighs> game that the record was the second most ever completions uh drew bledsoe 45 and an overtime game in uh, new england in 1994 oh, i remember that game i was 45 for 70 he yeah was. i remember that game this guy was what 40 for 49 yeah 47 was, or something well quarterbacks this <laughs> year are 80 for 105 against the Vikings, 76.2% oh. completion rate. Yeah, uh, Philadelphia has stopped trying to throw against them because they yeah. were having fun running against them. But, yeah, the, uh, you know, and this is, okay, the guy yesterday is great. But, yeah, one of them is Baker Mayfield and the yeah. other is Dylan Hurts having a bad day and they're uh, yeah. 80 out of 105. So, uh, well, yeah, it's, uh, it's just the uh, – it's uh, now. Now we're going to probably end up getting a big lecture. This uh, as fans don't make noise when your team's down on <laughs> right down on the fifth, down on the ten yard line or like, five. Quiet down. It's yeah. Well, and to me, it's not just that they're zero and three, and you can remove some of the. You know, you can try to remove some of the randomness from this and say, you know, yes, they've. The fumbles are weird. The way they've lost at the end is weird. It's different than last year, but it's still like, it just doesn't feel like a very good team. It just feels like no. they, this is the NFL. Like you say a lot, this is the NFL. This is how it's played these days with just the, the weirdness that comes down to the end. You've got to be able to win those games or put yourself in a position where you aren't in that spot at the end where you have to rely on some, you know, one play that might be, weird with the bounces and it to me it's not just that they're 0 and 3 but how they've looked doing it and who they've done it against like you said like two home games that in retrospect and even in with foresight they you probably put these down as wins even if you thought the chargers were going to be decent this year you're like okay that's probably a team they should win if if they're going to be a division winner Tampa Bay and the Chargers have to be wins and both of them now are losses so now like now you look at when they actually play better teams how are they going to beat better teams they weren't even on the same field as the eagles until they made that thing close late like that game was 27 to 7 at one point wasn't it i mean they're just they're just not very good they don't have a lot of good players anymore no the uh you know the offensive line's a little beat up and uh not you know bradbury had allegedly had a decent year last year but they're you know they're they, everybody likes to blame the offensive line, but you got to Cardi. If you watch Herbert yesterday, compared to Cousins, he you know you they there was some pressure and he stepped away from it and made a throw. Yes. And then we got a guy who stands there and gets hit. And uh, you know he's he's we're supposed to the fans are supposed to feel sorry for him. You know getting hit is partially on the quarterback. Yes. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers running out of the pocket and Tom Brady stepping around in the pocket to, you know, Tom Brady could always take one step and be out of yes. trouble. And this guy doesn't have that skill. And uh, people love to look at the big numbers and laud him. And uh, there's the whole Kirk, uh, you know, that's not the quarterback's fault. Well, yesterday he made the bad 
he was in the they were inside the 10 yard line twice in the last three minutes and they didn't score so that's that's on the quarterback to a good a good extent to me neither of the throws neither of the throws were very good so the, well the, and the, the fourth down throw uh, when they were down at the goal line that would have yeah. been short of the goal line again by the way yeah. even yeah. if Jefferson would have caught it he would have been down at like the one or the uh-huh. if that so it was yeah. fourth and goal from the two when, and you can't even throw in the end zone there? how much time was left the first time they were down there was oh, under- about, it was about I think it was about two now it was a little over two minutes because they yeah but I thought but it's under three minutes they were down there twice under three minutes yes right? twice under three minutes and then yeah and then the Chargers like I I slightly got the reasoning of Staley. Staley made some curious decisions yesterday, including when they declined the penalty. That was the one that I thought was even just as strange, and maybe not as magnified. But they, they declined the penalty right before the Vikings got that. The, the one they got the fourth down where they got to the Osborne. It was like four, it was third and ten from the thirty-six, and they got an incompletion where there was a holding penalty, and they declined. No, it was third and six. They declined it. So instead of having third and 16 from the 46, they decided to let them have fourth and six from the 36, where they could have either tried a field goal or go for it, and they go for it, get the touchdown that, that gets them into the game. And then, yeah, the, the one at the 24 is like, you must really hate your defense if you think <laughs> that you should do that. Yeah. But and, Well, I, I, the 24 is a little too close for me. Yeah, but I get not, it. You haven't run the ball the whole game. No. No, you have you have no evidence that you have a back that you can punch in there and get a yard, and you don't. You're not apparently. You never have your quarterback, even though he's a big, strong guy, sneak. So uh, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was. It was. I mean, he's he got, if he loses that game after that thing, he's got to be gone, right? I mean, he's getting. You might just so, leave him there. Yeah, he's been getting so much pressure that. Uh, out there already they were blaming him for but they got a lousy defense so uh, i mean the quarterback's great and they're putting up great numbers but uh they got a lousy defense which uh you know and we got a uh we got a lousy defense and a team that's putting up great numbers except in the clutch so anyway turnovers of course of oh yeah i mean he's they lost another they lose another fumble yesterday i'm trying to remember who that was a stolen ball from yes that's right yeah he just Pulled it out of his hands. It wasn't like he put it on the ground, but uh, he was. I now I didn't see this or notice it, but uh, I was listening to the uh, K fan call in for a while. I was in the car yesterday. Oh, and, you're strong and, man. You're a strong man for doing that. Oh, I love I love listening to fans after bad losses. It is fun. They're so crazy, but uh, they didn't think he was hustling properly to get the ball back to the quarterback and keep the game yeah. moving down there they thought he was lollygagging it on that so i but they i mean they had plenty of time anyway so they, well yeah until 23 seconds elapsed they had plenty of time like if they would have just snapped it <laughs> yeah. even at 20 seconds they have time for four plays that's all you need you're at the 10 I, it's first and goal all you need is time for four plays yeah and it, our twins get terrible amount of uh ridicule for analytics uh, they're all yes. analytics driven well they these guys spend you know they got 22 coaches out there yeah. and they all these times well we don't want them to be able to adjust to our uh offense. we don't want them to be able to substitute it 
I mean, I said this earlier in the show here, but uh, early in the podcast, but not get your play that you want to yes, run in I, a game and then get then run another one and then run another one <laughs> instead of screwing around like a bunch of clowns. It was ridiculous. Uh, I, I still got to think that the quarterback drives the head coach crazy a lot more than he Wants to let on. There was a, there was an exchange on the sideline yesterday after Cousins missed a throw on third down, where you could see uh, uh, O'Connell saying something to him, and like I don't I don't think O'Connell's blameless in all this. I think he's only an okay play caller at this point. Like he yeah. doesn't have the great feel for it yet. I think his offense is fine. Like they get down the field, but situationally, I don't think he's great. But he, the the he's probably thinking, okay, this is what I wanted. But even if you didn't, even if you can't hear what I wanted. You've got to know you're a 12 year veteran. Like you've got to know the clock in the situation. It's got to be driving him nuts. Like Kirk, do something. Yeah, yeah. Well, the crowd was apparently they have the crowd yelling, "Clock it, spike it!" <laughs> you right. know, the, all screams. Just had his hands on his ears, like he's. Uh, or like, yeah, geez, what a, that, that 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 might end up being the profile of this team for the when they, if they don't make the playoffs and yes. you know, Oh, that film clip of uh, Kirk looking confused. I love these people that think now, well, we can give up a trade him to the Jets for a first round. Yes. The Jets don't want Kirk Cousins. Okay? I... They don't want Kirk Why? Cousins. Why? It's, pro- it's probably not going to happen. It's just a fun thing to talk about now because they're only yeah, three bits. It's not going to. Jets aren't. Well, first of all, they got a, you know, they already got a incredible amount of money invested in the other guy who's not playing. Yes. Did they really want to take on this guy for thirty million? You know? Hey, I've told you last week if they trade for him, all they're taking on is the prorated part of ten million. So if they traded for him at the deadline, it'd be about five and a half million. It's not the the money isn't the problem. I think the problem is money. trading a quarterback mid year and Kirk's got a no trade clause and all that yeah. stuff. He'd want to get a contract out of an extension, wouldn't he? If you yeah, tried, and then that's and that's the problem because Rogers is under contract next year, so yes, for thirty five or whatever. Yes, yeah. So that that right. the, you, you can't pay two guys that next year. That that's not that's not going to happen. Who wants him? Let him stay here and have all the Kirk worshippers tell him how good he is. <laughs> you know. But- he still threw under the sticks because he couldn't step away from the rush. Yes. He was going to get sacked. Well, just because he's Kirk, he was going to get sacked. Okay. <laughs> Target. That's why he was going to get sacked. These these people want him to have the greatest offensive line of all time and never get any pressure. Well, he's a statue. I don't care. Once in a while, he'll run five feet, but that's about it. So. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion. The hope. The anticipation. That incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino. Let your story begin. I will say this, Patrick. The Vikings sure did the Gophers a favor by by losing the way they did because I did, you know, I I did I did worry as much as you um, warned everybody in July that the football gods were coming for the Vikings. I warned people on 
Twitter, I'm still calling it Twitter, last uh, Saturday night that, guys, it feels like one of those football weekends. Do you really even dare watch the Vikings on Sunday after what had happened to the Gophers? Yeah. Um, they took the heat, they took the heat off the Gophers a little bit, but we got to get back to them because, man, lose, losing a 31 to 10 lead at Northwestern, a game that was as soon as, uh, as soon as they're running back, as soon as Taylor ran for that touchdown on fourth down that game was over that game that that moment the game was for all intents and purposes over i'm just casually watching it you know it's getting kind of late um and the kids are still up and my wife's like what game is this are you invested in this and it starts to get worse and worse i'm like i I wasn't but now i am like what's going on here like she's like why are you like why are you shouting at the tv i'm like look at what's happening here it was unbelievable that they could lose that game in that fashion I watched it again last night on the, uh, I was clicking and uh, late at night and they had big 10 runs, reruns, these 60 minute versions of the game, you know, with a bunch of sponsors in there. So I clicked just to see who they had on. It was the Gophers, the last, the last 10 minutes of that game. By the way, I talked about uh, the uh, Rams quarterback completing more passes against the Vikings than anybody has. Yes. Chargers. Uh, you know, the Chargers quarterback, uh, yesterday. Well, Northwestern started playing football in 1882 and <laughs> never rallied from, they had never entered the fourth quarter being behind by 21 points or more and won. The record was 20 against Illinois in 1992. I saw that on a guy, a, a tweet from a guy who covered them. So, but here's the deal. That last drive that they let them score on was one of the ugliest things I have ever seen in my yes. life. Clock is running. They trying to get out of bounds and they can't get out of bounds. And this quarterback is terrible. And, you know, he kind of wobbling the ball. How did they possibly ever? They had him stop like six yes. times. Yes. There was like, just tackle him. The tackle him and the game is over. Just tackle him. And even at the end, you got six seconds left, and it, they, you know, and, uh, and seven guys guarding the goal line, and somehow they let this guy get open for a pass. It's uh, it was it was brutal. It was it was. I think it's the worst loss I've ever seen to go for. Now they had Mace had some Michigan. Ones. I mean Michigan for yeah, impact for was, impact. That was Michigan. Yes, they were I know. Good. Yes. Was, yeah, and they discovered that if they throw a little screen pass to the right to that back, he can get 20 yards every time. This was Northwestern yes. in, complete, in complete chaos down there with about 12 guys that bailed out on him when the hazing scandal started. And they were they won what one Big Ten game in the previous two years? Is that something it? like that? They were on like an I think they were on like an 11 game conference yeah, losing were, streak, something like that. They won the Big Ten West, and then they were one and eight, no and nine, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, but all that said, you look at them athletically; those are Division two athletes. That's, you know, you look at most of them are like they got some feisty guys, but they aren't great athletes. The the kid from Maple Grove, Evan Hall, he was a good athlete, but he's not there anymore. They're each running back. You let a you let a collection of just 
ordinary athletes come back from 21 points. And then how about the, uh, how about the allowing the guy on the, on the first play from the first play from, uh, overtime. (laughs) overtime. Yeah. I wave it at the, Hey, here I am. Throw me the ball. Lob me the ball down here. Boy, did they, how how many gophers got sucked up on that trickeration? We're not good on trick plays. The Vikings had a little struggle with the, with the Keenan Allen, uh, double pass as well. Cause on that play, two guys were open by about 15 yards. That was what we saw in the replay. Okay. Now here's the deal. Uh, the, uh, the, the, but Fleck, offensively first still, of all still can't throw when they need to yeah well plus, plus kicking a field goal at the start oh, of over yeah from the two yard line get a touchdown or don't get a touchdown you're gonna lose uh if you kick a field goal you haven't stopped them now in about a half hour and what what are you doing and then punting from his own 36 yard oh. line and then the poor guy downing twice. it, downing it three yards deep in his end zone. Yeah, that yeah. Was... But twice didn't they? Uh, didn't they? They punted from down in there in the first half too, right? They punted I, from. I don't right? remember the first. I don't remember the one in the first half. I just remember that one was like, yeah, forty. They yes. punted, and Inside. it wasn't a it wasn't a big down and distance either. It was like fourth and no. three, maybe I think. Fourth and three, yeah, fourth and three plus. Okay, Taylor's having a good day. You can, you, you can every even the greatest backs get a blow once in a while, right? You don't hand the ball to the same guy twelve plays in a row, but this guy does. He did it last year with Abraham against Iowa, and he yes. finally fumbled on his forty-second carry or something. Uh, and this kid's a freshman, and he, he looks great, but you know, you can't. Give him the ball 25 straight times because now all of a sudden now he's over on the sidelines. He's banged up. So, yeah, I don't know. Horrible. He, uh, everybody loves him, but it's, I'm not the, you know, everybody's also saying the same thing. He's not a good in-game coach. No, he's, he's not. It is amazing. You take that personality, right? Yeah. And a big over-the-top personality, and yet you get a guy – one of the most conservative coaches you're ever going to run into. And that doesn't, that, that those two things don't correlate to each other. Do they do? You'd meet him and you'd think he's a riverboat gambler type. Yeah. Like, he's going to throw it 50 times. He's not, he wants to run the ball. He's like, he's like a 1985 head coach superimposed on a 2023 body or 2023, like mentality of, of recruiting and everything else. He coaches to avoid defeat. Yes. Coaches, you know, uh, this is a completely different thing. But it hockey back in the day, you know, 30 years ago, they played, they wanted to outscore you. Yes. Now they don't want to give you any goals, right? Now right. it's that now it's you know, it's not go out and get six. It's uh to hold the other team to one or two. That's what he's doing. He's he doesn't want to go get forty. He wants to go get 22 and beat you, you know, it's, uh, he's, it is, uh, you know, but, but the big, meanwhile, the big 10 West might be worse than it was last year. Iowa, four first downs against Penn state, I know. four downs. Wisconsin isn't, you know, the, 
a big powerhouse. He already beat Nebraska. Illinois is terrible this year. Uh, yeah, Purdue's terrible this year. It's the West is. You, if you go six and three, you're going to win the West. So yes, it's it's not hopeless, but it's because uh, they didn't sneak out that with Nebraska game. But uh, this is, you know, this is one of the five worst losses, and I've only been covering the Gophers. I only saw my first Gopher game in person in 1954. <laughs> it's almost 70 years ago, and you at nine years, nine years old. I saw. I've only been following these guys closely since then. That's amazing. And, one of the worst ever to me. This was not not so much the worst, but the impossible. You know, the impossible defeat. Now, Mace had the one where you were kicking off with eight seconds to go, yeah. and, and somehow Purdue got him to clock this, stop the clock with one second, and yes. run in their field goal kicker for a fifty yarder. Now that was incredible, but. Uh, but you know, Mace had some ungodly losses, but not to a team like this. No. I, no. So, anyway, um, if we may revive you might some... tickets, by the way, for the Louisiana Lafayette. <laughs> that was the best part I saw. I don't know what account it was. It might have been Gopher Hole. I think it might have been like a scheduled tweet, but it was like 11 p.m. that night. It was like pack the pack the stadium for this game, and it was like. <laughs> It was like 12 replies on and all of them were like, read the room. What are you talking about? Nobody's yeah. going to be there. Uh, oh, uh, if we may, if we may revisit something you said last week that I want to make into a recurring bit, boy, there's been a lot of people wrong. Haven't there? Who is the most wrong this weekend in the, uh, in, in the, in the football, in the footballing that went, that went awry? Uh, no, in, in what, Sense. Like who, who who messed up the worst or who made the worst decision out of all this? Oh, uh, I got Fleck. I got Fleck uh, being the worst with the with the punts and uh, you know the not being aggressive against this god awful team he was playing and uh, yeah, I uh, I I got them and you know being wrong. So far, they're wrong about the freshman quarterback, too, or sophomore quarterback. Or whatever. He was okay. He was okay yesterday on Saturday. Fast. Okay. He's been a very he's he has not been an upgrade on Tanner Morgan except when he runs once in a while out of the pocket. Yes. He's not, uh, he might be, you know, he has played a lot, but uh, you know, I mean, compared to Tanner, who played like eleven 17 years, years, yeah, but but. They've, they've been wrong so far. I got it. I know Chip likes him a lot as an athlete. And we talked about him earlier this year, but so far they've been wrong about him being a future NFL player or something like that. They've been wrong about that. I, I th yes, I think the Fleck gets it locally. I think uh, Sean Payton might be. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god! Seventy points 70. that the Dolphins hang on him. The was, league, the league must hate Sean Payton so much if they would put up seventy on them. By the way, well, you know they could have. Uh, the crowd was chanting for him to kick a field goal. They would have set an all-time regular season record if he wants to. And I, you know, the who's coach? Oh, that that uh, that McDaniel's right, Josh McDaniel's. Oh no, no, no. No, but Dan, Mike McDaniel. Oh, Mike, McDa Mike McDaniel. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's not Josh McDaniel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, it looks like the 
physics teacher from, uh, but uh, he didn't have the guts to do it. But man, alive, would have that been something, you know? To and you, uh, and you were saying they left, they let Russ play that whole game. Russ played every stand. Russ, <laughs> every pass. Peyton made it was like Peyton saying, "If I'm going to take this ass kicking, you're going to be out here with me." You know what a does. You know, I think we all thought. Okay, they gave up a lot for Russ, but they were yeah. great quarterback. But who was who out in Seattle was smart enough to know he was cooked? Yeah, know? right. Was, I mean, Pete Carroll must have known because he's that's kind of his show out there. But man, yeah they they that they was, got out of that one at just the right time. Oh, and they and they they're paying what Peyton like nine ten million a year or something like that yes. too. It's amazing. Spend. And you you know that all over the league, people are saying they're happy as can be, aren't they? Because <laughs> right. he is not terribly popular, I don't think, because he's no. such a maniac. But what a, I mean, how good's Tua all of a sudden, by the way? Yeah. Uh, he's healthy. He's, he's very good. 23 of 26 for 309 and four touchdowns yesterday. That, that'll, that'll, yeah. that'll work. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the deal is, Way back when, Saban, who's you know another guy he likes to get beat, but uh, he made the decision to take out a a national championship winning quarterback, Jalen Hurts, and bench him to pay Tua as a yes. younger. That's how good Tua is when he's good. Yeah, is he? And Hurts now a very good NFL quarterback. Yeah. This guy benched him to put Tua in there in the middle of the season, and uh, that's that's how much arm talent he has. Yes. What we call that arm, arm talent. talent. Good quarterback, that's, arm talent. Yeah, he yes. is. But oh man, that's it, 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 putting up seventy when the points are as hard to come by as they are in the NFL now too. It's uh, it's amazing. It, it was it was. Uh, that's the league, man. No, ten touchdowns. They had ten touchdowns. That's even like it's just like from a quantity of time perspective, that's hard to do. It's like two and a half touchdowns every quarter. That's five touchdowns per half. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. When yeah. do we start two Monday night games? I don't know. It bothers me. I don't like it. Why are we doing that? <laughs> they used to, like they used to do them where it was like if they did them sometimes, it was like they had like one that was early and one that was late because you had like a West Coast game. Now they're like one hour apart. That like a special September deal or something like that. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care for it. I don't care for it. Last week I said, "Why they got somebody get lightning out yesterday or something?" (laughs) Right. I thought somebody. I thought maybe they get weathered out or something. All of a sudden, there's two games on. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. Hey, I was around when it started and it became (laughs) a phenomenon, and papers or newspapers all over the country were flying in to cover. Monday night sports, Monday night football games, no matter who was playing, right. it was a national phenomenon. And uh, now they got two of them. So uh, I, I don't, uh, I, I, that caught me by surprise last week. So, Patrick, anyway. let's, let's transition to the Twins for a little while if we made the good news from the weekend. If you're a sports fan in this, uh, this market, as they did clinch on Friday, got to clinch on their home field for the first time, I think since 2010. And Beat the Angels two out of three, um, but the concern for me. Let me. We can talk about the good news that they clinched, but you you didn't give me a lot of optimism when you wrote about Royce uh, 
Royce Lewis and his his hamstring. Is he where? What do you think? What's the shot of him playing in the playoffs? Do you think? I don't know about the first three, which with these guys will probably be the all of, that'll that'll probably be the end. But uh, uh, I I don't you know you couldn't get any. They usually try to give you the optimistic spin, right? Yeah. And Friday they were not. You know, they were uh, you know. I mean, he said it's a grade one. Uh, Lewis said, and then okay. Rocco said, Rocco, who hadn't been around because of his babies, uh, said it's a grade one plus. He made sure to mention that. So it's a hammy, too. And uh, I don't know how, how how long do people miss with those? Usually a month, right? So uh, if it's a if it's a it's a it's a pull, it's not a tear or anything like that. But uh, here's the here's the problem with it. If you if you did, if you put him out there a little early again, you know, and let's say you get through the first round, and you but if you put him out there a little early again, and he did it isn't quite healed, and he yanks it again, then you're uh, then you're out, then you don't have him for sure. So right. uh, I don't know, but I also think when you've lost eighteen straight playoff games, you got to use him if he's available. Yes, so, the yes. only game you can only play one game because uh, it doesn't come off the. He couldn't come off the injured list until Sunday, I don't think. So uh, the last uh, – I was counting up 10 days anyway. And, uh, yeah, the left side of their infield uh, uh, suddenly got wiped out. And, uh, I mean, as much as we get upset with Carlos uh, not driving in runs like we'd like to see and hitting into double plays, that's been the strength of their team since the middle of August, the left side of the infield. Uh, yeah. Lewis being great at third, Graham being this fantastic shortstop, and now you're playing without both of them. Now, Kyle Farmer, who I really did not like much that year at all, has actually played good shortstops, and they had to put him in there. I see they, you know, they they don't have any other. They get, they're going to have to call up an infielder here this week, I think, Austin Martin or somebody, because they, you know, they they had to play Farmer yesterday when he had some little injury because they don't have any other shortstops. Yeah. So, uh, they, they got all these outfielders. They got like nine left-handed hitting outfield <laughs> infielders, and Castro's got a sore back. But uh, boy, what a godsend that guy's been for him. Huh? Well, I mean, just in general, this team has better depth than I remember a lot of their teams having. Like they're well, they're yeah. they're the fourth and fifth. You know the the whatever out of the position players, like ten through fourteen. 10 through 13 on the roster, way better than they've been the last couple of years. Yeah, like if Solano can get a hit and, uh, you know, Farmer and Castro. And interesting thing here the last week, too, is Matt Waller. Now, Matt Waller comes up, he's really good. And then he's really bad for like two weeks. And you say, okay, the league got him figured out. Now he's getting on base again, getting walks and getting some hits. So, uh, He's just a big guy who's going to go, who's going to run hot and cold, I guess. But he's been an addition. But uh, I would think they're going to make a roster move here, uh, you know, as they head out on the, you know, as they play the last week of the season to get another infielder in there. You can't, uh, and they can, uh, they can promote uh, Brooks Lee or uh, Austin Martin. It's, uh, it's uh, somebody said that if you couldn't be eligible for the postseason unless you were on the forty man on September first, but that's not true. If you're in the organization, they can uh, yeah, and they can get you in the get you on the list and then uh, like Kirilov so, uh, a few years ago, right? Isn't that what yeah, the same? 
I'd forgotten. And then Carolina, yeah, that, he made his major league debut batting in in the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, that year. So, yeah, they can, I mean, they're going to have to do something. But, uh, you know, Sonny Grace, it's amazing, Sonny Grace. The number of wins they've avoided giving oh. him is they're 14 and 17 when he starts even though he's there he's been their best pitcher from start to finish yeah he has he's been uh he's kind of he's kind of poked his head ahead of, uh, ahead of pablo here now i got a question for you okay if you are going to post on your scoreboard that uh the twins have set a record for the most uh hitters they've struck out as a team Yes. In the middle of the game. And then a little bit later, you set a major league record for most strikeouts by your team. Yes. You put that on the board. You probably should. It feels, feels a little bit negative, though. We don't do that with the home team. You could, you, you could say. On the other hand. <laughs> on the we, other hand. We just set a major league record for the most times striking out. I believe that you should, in the interest of equity or fairness, put that on the scoreboard too. That uh, and let let people, you know, chuckle about it. Ryan Ryan Jeffers taking strike three here. We just set a world record, <laughs> most yes. record. and an even sixteen hundred now as they go. Uh, now it might be hard to. You know, add big numbers to that total when you're going out to play Oakland and uh, Colorado, but uh, with those two teams. But uh, and it, I, I really think they should have posted that yesterday as a little bit of humor. You could have, you could have kind of an emoji with his hands out to the side. <laughs> think of that. You know? I think they should have posted it. Now Atlanta's so, got Atlanta's got 299 home runs now with yeah, six left. Obamas are going to make it to you. I think uh, 307, they'll get that easy. How good is that, Acuna, man? No, I know. 40 60 season? Yeah, I know stolen bases are easier than they've ever been because of the new rules. But yeah. uh, six, to have a guy like they most teams wouldn't allow a guy to run like that, you know, to, it's to one of your best players, afraid he'd hurt himself or something. But man, what a great player he is. And, uh, you know, the thing about the, uh, the American League here right now is there's, I, I put this Twins in category now. I didn't for a long time. There's seven good teams, so whoever they play in the first round is going to be a good club. So yes, Seattle's a good club. Houston's a good club. Texas started hitting again, so uh, they're uh, you know they there's there's seven good teams and the six of them are going to make the playoffs. I was one thing I was writing the other day is uh, you know they. Uh, they they won eighty five games and then they won the World Series. Yeah, here in eighty seven. Yeah, so they win eighty five again. Except that year, you had to win eight games. Yeah. You know, yes. Two teams made the playoffs. Now six. Now yes. you got to win thirteen. If you're you, playing the first round, you have to win thirteen. It's a completely different animal. It's easier than ever to make the playoffs. It's harder yes. than ever to win the World Series, if you, especially if you don't get one of those buys. You got to go through three teams just to get to the World Series. Now it's a, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Um, but, hey, be but, before we go, you saw the best football of the whole weekend, didn't you? Fantastic! It was Gustavus and uh, Augsburg, and 
it was at the at the Augsburg Dice Stadium, and there the, the theory being, okay, it's always Bethel and St. John's, but maybe this year it won't be because Augsburg's really good, and August Davis is good, and they both had good years last year, and so uh, Augsburg gets itself in a hole, and they're coming back, and finally they have uh, you know they have one last desperation drive. And they're on that. They're fourth and sixteen on like their own thirty something. Fleck would have and punted. I, by then, Fleckle Fleck would have. There's twenty seconds to go or something. Maybe uh, like thirty seconds to go. And so I was standing on the field by then because you know you, the interviews and the MIC. You just go out yes. there, and make- right? Which is great. Love that. Yeah, but they, you know, they throw try to throw their pass to this Breitbach, their great receiver, and. There's about a touch down by the goal line, and the guy throws the flag and gives him the ball at the two-yard line. And, you know, I know Darren Lamp here. Uh, he's a very fired-up guy, and I think he's been known to take the Lord's name in vain once in a while when he's upset. And uh, I can only imagine the screaming that was going on across the way on the Augsburg sidelines. So they put him on the two-yard line, and they uh, – no, they 15 yards. So it, it gives oh, yeah, him right, a- right, right, right. So at 23, and then he immediately throw a touchdown pass and go ahead. So it's 31-27, 31-27. There's uh, 22 seconds when they kick off. The uh, Augsburg kid brings you back 25 yards to the 43, and that's they stop the clock, you know, for that. Right. And, and they got one timeout left. And anyway, they end up scoring with one. They throw two pass completions, end up scoring with one second to wow. go. And wins the game, 33-31. The amazing thing about football, I keep saying this, modern football is how good the receivers are. Yes. D3, these guys are all making catches that you can't believe. You know, they're covered and that's uh, – I mean, even D3 has some really excellent receivers. And, and Augsburg's got three of them and then uh, – well, Gus Davis has got this kid that was unstoppable break box. So uh, it was a great game. I had a good time. I like Gus Davis. Great little stadium. If you get a nice sunny uh, Saturday in the next couple of weeks with the leaves changing down there in the Minnesota Valley, it's great because you can kind of look down there from the stadium. It's terrific. So the antidote anyway. to everything you saw otherwise on Saturday and Sunday has maybe a little <laughs> division three football, everybody. It's, it's a, yeah. it's, it's a good idea. Get out and well, get some fresh air. And get some. Right back. The, uh, the bounce and Mike Grimm and Daryl Thompson voices was just the optimism, the happiness as the Gulf tearing apart this miserable Northwestern team. And you get out of the car and you come in and they lost the game. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, I'd we'll say uh, Fleck wins the Dunce of the Week award. So anyway, we'll see what uh, we'll see what uh, what bounty they serve up to us next week. But this was a uh, if it was not a gift to Minnesota sports fans, it was a gift to us on uh, Monday morning. <laughs> but it just said, get your tickets early for the Lafayette game. Yes, yes, indeed. I spend two bucks, you know, to get in. <laughs> All, right, All right, Patrick. Thank you.